I'm Marty Dodson. And I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. Hey, everybody. Thanks for being here today. We always appreciate you joining us. Uh, Songtown on Songwriting podcast is sponsored by Sweetwater. If you don't know Sweetwater gear, you need to check them out. There'll be a link in the show notes. They have everything imaginable for a songwriter, producer, artist, all that stuff. Uh, and they're great people on top of that, so so check them out. Um, today I want to talk a little bit about what publishers look for in songwriters. And uh, we've had some discussions in various uh, Songtown forums recently about predictors of songwriting success. And it's the same list. So it's it's the things that publishers want to see in songwriters. Um, and if they see these things, these traits, then uh, that makes the publisher believe this songwriter has a bright future and has a real chance, and maybe it's somebody I want to work with. So the number one thing that I look for, that Clay and I look for in our publishing company, I think, is drive. We, we want writers who want it badly. We want, we want to see writers that want success in, in the music business as much as we did when we started out. So we're looking for that drive of somebody that's going, okay, I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to make this work. I'm going to stick with it. All those kind of things. But that drive is so important. The second one on my list is hard work. I mean, we want to see evidence that the writer is really busting their butt and that they're doing the right things, not that just that they're working hard. And maybe, you know, they may be putting out a lot of songs, but they're not putting out songs that are commercial. So we want to see hard work in the right direction because we believe hard work and drive can take you past people with superior talent every day you know that's been my story in the music business um, i have passed people that far superior talent by working hard and by having that drive that to really go after it and go get it the third one and, and you know i think all of these top three at least are equally important but is that I want to see a writer that's teachable. Um, if if I can't coach a writer, um, then I'm looking at the best songs they're ever going to write. So if if you think you've already arrived and you've got songs as good as the ones on the radio, I'm probably looking at the best songs you're ever going to write because you're not open to growth. You're you're showing me that you think you've got it all figured out and you probably have kind of plateaued right there. And so if I'm not impressed with that work right there then I'm not going to be interested in working with you. So it's super important to be teachable, coachable, to take instruction. When I am mentoring writers, it it's, impresses me so much when I give them tips and things to do and they come back to me the next time and they've done all those things. That That lets me know they're teachable, they're working on this, they want to learn, they want to get better. And when I see that kind of progress and growth i go okay this is somebody i want to keep on my radar so drive hard work and teachable are three of the most important things moving on down the list um, i would say discipline is a big one Um, so many times in my career i've come into write and somebody in in the room comes in and goes oh man i'm sorry i was up till 4 30 I'm pretty hungover this morning. I'm sorry I don't have anything. I didn't come prepared. And that lack of discipline is something that 
I've seen so many people flame out because of, you know, so they get a writing deal or they have a little bit of success and they think, okay, now it's time to party and they go party and they let everything else slip. And pretty soon they're not writing songs as good as the ones when they started. They're not working as hard. Um, they're doing it just for the party. And so I want to see writers that are disciplined, that, that are going to show up on time. They're going to show up prepared that are going to do their homework, you know, all those kind of things. Um, so discipline is an important factor. Number five, and this is kind of back to the teachable, but it's a little different, is that they can take criticism with grace. One of the things you will learn if you're in the music business for any length of time at all is that you're going to get rejected a lot, and you're going to have people telling you what's wrong with your songs a lot. And you just have to get used to it, and you have to learn to take it with grace. You also have to learn to take it and evaluate it and go, okay, what part of this is valid, I think, and what part do I need to act on? You know, So it, not every bit of criticism is, is valid, but it's important to be gracious to the people who give you criticism, who take the time to give you feedback, and then to go weigh all that and see if there, that you can actually use some of those things to make your song better. Um, one of the worst things you can do is be defensive about criticism or take it personally. You know, if someone doesn't like that song or they think it needs a lot of work, they're, they're not saying that you're a bad writer. They're just saying that you're on the journey, you know. And so don't let criticism sink in as a personal attack on you or as a statement that you're not a good writer. Um, number six, I would say, is versatility. You know, every now and then I'll see is this happens more often with female writers. They come in and all of their songs are female songs. Unfortunately, in in a lot of genres, there's not as many females on the radio. Also, it seems like a lot of females write their own songs. So the pool of artists to pitch to for female songs can be more limited than that of male songs. Uh, so it's important for a male writer to show that they can write female songs and male songs and that they can write different kinds of styles within their genre. It's also important for female writers to show that, that they can write from a male perspective. They can write um, different styles. You know, not everything they're writing is a love ballad, you know, that kind of thing. You need to show that you're versatile. And it's great to have a thing that you really like and really enjoy and you feel like you're really good at and you kind of have a lane for that. But it's also important to show that that's not all you can do because publishers don't want kind of a one-trick pony. They want writers that are versatile. They can put into different situations and they know that that writer's going to succeed because of that versatility. So they, you know, they don't want a writer that they go, well, it's pretty limited who I can put them in the room with because they only do... Texas swing or, or whatever that one thing might be or bro country or pop love ballads you know you, you want to just show the publishers that you're versatile you can do lots of different things number seven is fresh perspectives um, when I got my first writing deal my publisher said I don't think you're quite there yet but you have fresh perspectives and you have a lot of fresh lyrics so he's he was saying I see things in your, your lyrics that are little glimpses of uh, great things, but you still have not learned how to put the whole thing together yet. 
So he, he signed me because of the potential from seeing those fresh perspectives. Um, and which kind of leads into the next one, which is a good radar for commercial ideas and concepts or titles. So uh, that's another thing he mentioned is like, you know, your titles are really great. You, you're doing a lot of good angles as far as coming at the title from a different approach than maybe everybody else would do it. And that excited him, even though I wasn't quite there. So he signed me on potential, not on, um, what I was actually creating at that moment, which I think is the case for most people. Because once you, you know, if you've got 10 songs that literally are hits and great, you know, good enough to be on the radio, um, you're probably already going to be signed to a publisher somewhere. Publishers are looking for that next big thing. They want to, they want to find that diamond in the rough that they can help a writer grow and become successful as a team. So most of the time you're going to get signed on potential as opposed to what you're actually doing right at that moment. You know, most writers don't have that many great songs in the beginning when they're, when they're meeting with publishers. So all these factors that we're talking about can show a publisher that you have that kind of potential to, to really do great things down the road. And it can convince them that maybe they should give you a chance. Uh, the next one on my list is perseverance. You know, again, so many people I hear have come to Nashville and they say, well, I'm going to give it two years and see if I can make a go of it. Well, I can tell them it's not, I've never seen it happen that quickly, you know, so they're going to come, they're going to give it two years and then they're going to quit and they're going to go do something else or go back to what they were doing before. And publishers want a writer that, you know, could potentially be with them for a while if, you know, if they, if it's a good team and, you know, they're helping the writers succeed, the writers helping the publishing companies to succeed, they, they want writers that are going to stick around. And they are aware, too, that it may take five years to, to, for that to happen. It might take longer than five years for that to happen. So they want writers that are in, in that same mindset of, you know, I'm, I'm here for the long haul. I'm going to stick with this and persevere. Um, number 10, they want to see writers that are lifelong learners. Um, some, you might call this like the learning mindset, but, uh, or a learner's mind. But I, I think publishers want to see a writer that, um, is eager to learn and is always looking for new tools to add to their writing toolbox and new things that'll stretch what they, you know, stretch their boundaries of what they do. And so like, I'm always, I watch videos that Clay put up, puts up on Songtown because there's all kinds of things that I learn from him. Same thing with lots of my other peers. I'm learning from them as I go and I'm, I'm trying to challenge myself and stretch and grow as a writer every day. That's the kind of thing publishers look for is that, that lifelong learner. The next one on my list is relevant. You know, you have to show a publisher that you're, you're relevant to what's going on right now. So if you come in to a publisher and you play them, you know, 1980s pop, they're going to go, well, that's great, but, you know, it's 2022, so we need songs that are relevant right now. And, you know, a lot, that's a big, big mistake people make. They'll, they'll play something that just sounds like they're kind of stuck in an era that they really liked, uh, but you need to show a publisher that you're relevant to what's going on today. Number 12, you need to be self-aware. You know, you, you need to be aware of how much time you're taking from the publisher. You know, if, if they've said, I'll meet with you for 30 minutes and it's now 
35 minutes and you're still talking and you're still trying to get them to play more songs then you're not being self-aware you know pay attention to what time you're taking from the publisher that you're respecting boundaries um, you're not asking things of them and putting them on the spot all that kind of thing so just you're aware of of, of yourself and and the whole situation um, I've, I see this come across a lot when when writers are meeting with somebody and they ask something that's completely out of their realm of expertise you know so like you don't go to your doctor and ask for a, a, a legal law question you'd go to a lawyer for that and you don't go to your lawyer and ask them you know what you should be taking for your sinus trouble so it's important in the music business that you know who you're meeting with and what they do and what you can offer them not just what they could do for you so that's all a part of that self-awareness um, number 13 is be a good hang. You know, people want to work with people who are nice and people who are businesslike and people who are fun to be around. So that's a part of that self-awareness. But it's really important that you come across as somebody that would fit in well with their team. That would be fun to hang out with. That would be fun to have at the company Christmas party. All those kind of things. Publishers look at that because... You would be amazed how many times people have come into publishing companies I've been a part of and been such jerks that they literally get kicked out or we've even had to call the police a couple times on people to get them out of the building. So make sure that you, you're being a good hang and you're not having an attitude or you're not name dropping and all kinds of things that just turn people off. And then number 14 and the last one on my list is be consistent. You know, publishers want to see that you're writing good stuff uh, and that you're doing that consistently. You're not you're not just every now, you know, every 50th song is really good. And the other 49 are not good, you know, or, or way, way, way off the mark. You know that so they, they don't want to see people that are um, just every now and then lucking into something. They want to see people that are able to make it happen regularly. And that that includes they want to see you writing regularly. You know, they want to see that you're um, regularly um, turning in songs, that you're regularly uh, targeting artists that they're looking for, that they have pitch meetings coming up for and that kind of stuff. So be consistent. If you do those 14 things, you've got a really good shot if you've got really strong songs of impressing a publisher and like i said earlier of letting them even if they don't think anything that you played them that day is something they can get cut with all these other factors if you have all those things they're going to go okay this is a person i want to keep on my radar because something could happen with this person you know because they've seen uh, over and over and over in their careers they've seen writers succeed who have these qualities and so Hopefully that's helpful. The next time you're meeting with a publisher, you know, think about all those things and how you can come across uh, to, to communicate those things about your drive and about your work ethic and, you know, about your coachability and all those kind of things. And uh, that's going to give you your best shot. I hope that was helpful and we will see you soon. Please check out the show notes. Uh, we've got a lot of information in there about uh, Clay's Melody book, my lyric book, and a book we wrote on co-writing. We've also got a link to Sweetwater, who's our sponsor, and we'll see you next Tuesday. Take care.